Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading app, and we are continuing on reading the Bible together in a year. This is for February the 10th, and I'm excited to continue reading with you. If you have a Bible, open it up, follow along, or if you're driving and just want this spoken over you, let God speak something to you as we read together. Here we go for today. We are starting in Ezekiel chapter 32. In the twelfth year, in the twelfth month of the first day, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, take up a lament concerning Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and say to him, You are like a lion among the nations. You are like a monster in the seas, thrashing about in your streams, churning the water with your feet, and muddying the streams. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. With a great throng of people, I will cast my net over you, and they will haul you up in my net. I will throw you on the land and hurl you on the open field. I will let all the birds of the sky settle on you, and all the animals of the wild gorge themselves on you. I will spread your flesh on the mountains and fill the valleys with your remains. I will drench the land with your flowing blood all the way to the mountains, and the ravines will be filled with your flesh. When I snuff you out, I will cover the heavens and darken their stars. I will cover the sun with a cloud, and the moon will not give its light. All the shining lights in the heavens, I will darken over you. I will bring darkness over your land, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will trouble the hearts of many peoples when I bring about your destruction among the nations, among lands you have not known. I will cause many peoples to be appalled at you, and their kings will shudder with horror because of you when I brandish my sword before them. On the day of your downfall, each of them will tremble every moment for his life. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, The sword of the king of Babylon will come against you. I will cause your hordes to fall by the swords of mighty men, the most ruthless of all nations. They will shatter the pride of Egypt, and all her hordes will be overthrown. I will destroy all her cattle from beside abundant waters, no longer to be stirred by the foot of man or muddied by the hooves of cattle. Then I will let her waters settle and make her streams flow like oil. When I make Egypt desolate and strip the land of everything in it, when I strike down all who live there, then they will know that I am the Lord. This is the lament they will chant for her. The daughters of the nations will chant it. For Egypt and all her hordes, they will chant it, declares the Sovereign Lord. In the twelfth year, on the fifteenth day of the month, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, wail for the hordes of Egypt and consign to the earth below both her and the daughters of mighty nations, along with those who go down to the pit. Say to them, Are you more favored than others? Go down and be laid among the uncircumcised. They will fall among those killed by the sword. The sword is drawn. Let her be dragged off with all her hordes. From within the realm of the dead, the mighty leaders will say of Egypt and her allies, They have come down and they lie with the uncircumcised, with those killed by the sword. Assyria is there with her whole army. She is surrounded by the graves of all her slain, all who have fallen by the sword. Their graves are in the depths of the pit, and her army lies around her grave. 
All who had spread terror in the land of the living are slain, fallen by the sword. Elam is there, with all her hordes around her grave. All of them are slain, fallen by the sword. All who had spread terror in the land of the living went down uncircumcised to the earth below. They bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. A bed is made for her among the slain, with all her hordes around her grave. All of them are uncircumcised, killed by the sword. Because their terror had spread in the land of the living, they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. They are laid among the slain. Meshach and Tubal are there, with all their hordes around their graves. All of them are uncircumcised, killed by the sword because they spread their terror in the land of the living. But they do not lie with the fallen warriors of old, who went down to the realm of the dead with their weapons of war. Their swords placed under their heads and their shields resting on their bones, though these warriors also had terrorized the land of the living. You too, Pharaoh, will be broken and will lie among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword. Edom is there, her king and all her princes. Despite their power, they are laid with those killed by the sword. They lie with the uncircumcised, with those who go down to the pit. All the princes of the north and all the Sidonians are there. They went down with the slain in disgrace, despite the terror caused by their power. They lie uncircumcised with those killed by the sword and bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. Pharaoh, he and all his army, will see them and he will be consoled for all his hordes that were killed by the sword, declares the sovereign Lord. Although I had him spread terror in the land of the living, Pharaoh and all his hordes will be laid among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword, declares the sovereign Lord. Ezekiel chapter 33. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, speak to your people and say to them, when I bring the sword against the land and the people of the land choose one of their men and make him their watchman, and he sees the sword coming against the land and blows the trumpet to warn the people. Then if anyone hears the trumpet, but does not heed the warning and the sword comes and takes their life, Their blood will be on their own head. Since they heard the sound of the trumpet, but did not heed the warning, their blood will be on their own head. If they had heeded the warning, they would have saved themselves. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people, and the sword comes and takes someone's life, that person's life will be taken because of their sin. But I will hold the watchman accountable for their blood. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you wicked person, you will surely die. You do not speak out to dissuade them from their ways. That wicked person will die for their sin and I will hold you accountable for their blood. But if you do warn the wicked person to turn from their ways and they do not do so, they will die for their sin, though you yourself will be saved. Son of man, say to the Israelites, This is what you are saying. Our offenses and sins weigh us down, and we are wasting away because of them. How then can we live? Say to them, As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways. Why will you die, people of Israel? Therefore, son of man, 
Say to your people, if someone who is righteous disobeys, that person's former righteousness will count for nothing. And if someone who is wicked repents, that person's former wickedness will not bring condemnation. The righteous person who sins will not be allowed to live even though they were formerly righteous. If I tell a righteous person that they will surely live, but then they trust in their righteousness and do evil, none of the righteous things that person has done will be remembered. They will die for the evil they have done. And if I say to a wicked person, you will surely die, but they then turn away from their sin and do what is just and right, if they give back what they took in pledge for a loan, return what they have stolen, follow the decrees that give life, and do no evil, that person will surely live. They will not die. None of the sins that person has committed will be remembered against them. They have done what is just and right. They will surely live. Yet your people say, the way of the Lord is not just, but it is their way that is not just. If a righteous person turns from their righteousness and does evil, they will die for it. And if a wicked person turns away from their wickedness and does what is just and right, they will live by doing so. Yet you Israelites say, the way of the Lord is not just, but I will judge each of you according to your own ways. In the twelfth year of our exile, in the tenth month on the fifth day, a man who escaped from Jerusalem came to me and said, The city has fallen. Now the evening before the man arrived, the hand of the Lord was on me, and he opened my mouth before the man came to me in the morning. So my mouth was opened, and I was no longer silent. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, the people living in those ruins in the land of Israel are saying, Abraham was only one man, yet he possessed the land. But we are many. Surely the land has been given to us as our possession. Therefore, say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Since you eat meat with blood still in it, and look to your idols and shed blood, should you then possess the land? You rely on your sword, you do detestable things, and each of you defiles his neighbor's wife. Should you then possess the land? Say this to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. As surely as I live, those who are left in the ruins will fall by the sword. Those out in the country I will give to the wild animals to be devoured, and those in strongholds and caves will die of a plague. I will make the land a desolate waste, and her proud strength will come to an end, and the mountains of Israel will become desolate so that no one will cross them. Then they will know that I am the Lord, when I have made the land a desolate waste because of all the detestable things they have done. As for you, son of man, your people are talking together about you by the walls and at the doors of the houses, saying to each other, Come and hear the message that has come from the Lord. My people come to you, as they usually do, and sit before you to hear your words, but they do not put them into practice. Their mouths speak of love, but their hearts are greedy for unjust gain. Indeed, to them you are nothing more than one who sings love songs with a beautiful voice and plays an instrument well, for they hear your words, but do not put them into practice. When all this comes true, and it surely will, then they will know that a prophet has been among them. This concludes our reading for today, February the 10th. Let me give you a few quick thoughts as we close our time together. 
Ezekiel warned the people over and over for the past 32 chapters. Yet over and over again, the people would not listen to him. He told them Jerusalem would fall, yet they continually boasted in arrogance and pride, not believing that they would ever see any destruction for their wickedness. Yet here in Ezekiel 33, he hears that Jerusalem has fallen. It's at this point that God opens his mouth again so that he can speak. God was keeping him from wasting his words and prophesying to a people who would not listen. Now that they were able to hear of the destruction of Jerusalem, they're able to understand that this is for real. It's funny. We all have a way of justifying what we are doing and what the true effects of it are on our lives. For instance, have you ever talked to someone who watches shows that you wouldn't even consider watching? And if you say something to them, they might respond like, well, it really doesn't affect me that much. Besides, I've seen worse in real life. Or if you challenge someone on their music choices and the words that are being repetitively repeated in their ears, they might argue, oh, I just listened to it for the beat. It isn't really influencing me in any way. Integrity always seems to be threatening to people. If you question something that might lead to a deeper reflection of that person, they constantly push back and justify. Let's take it deeper into a deeper conversation about maybe how someone spends their company money or relationships that they're dabbling in that are inappropriate or bigger things like that. You might often hear a proud person boast of their superhuman ability to do what? Resist the very evil they're flirting with. Look, when someone is unwilling to listen to a concern you see in their life, it is likely that they have already deceived themselves and they're believing that they're above failure. But the truth is, none of us are above failure. And if you're that person that has somebody speaking over you and you refuse to believe it could ever happen to you, stop. Don't let that pride tear you down. Listen to what Galatians 6, 7, and 8 says. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I think sometimes doing what is good is so intentional that it's just easier to do wrong. The carnal side of us wants what it wants. And the truth is, unless we do the work of redirection, our flesh will always win. After all, it actually takes work to do what is right. It's effortless to just go with the flow Ezekiel is told to prophesy against a people who mindlessly followed their flesh, and they kept trying to convince themselves that they would be okay. In fact, up to the point of the destruction of Jerusalem, they would ignore the words of Ezekiel, unable to heed the warning he was giving them. So let me ask you this question. Who do you have in your life who will call you out? Who can act as a watchman around your life? Because if you don't have that person, you will fall victim to the things that are going to ruin you. You might think that you're above failure, but the truth is, none of us are. 
And what you do will return with its reward. So to please your flesh, you will reap destruction. But so to please the Spirit, you will reap eternal life. So may you examine your life today. May you find accountability and a good mentor who will protect you as a watchman. And may you keep from becoming weary and doing good. For at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. That's all the time we have for today. I love you and God bless. Bless.